Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. You're a mammy. That's all I have to say. What's my, happening? Uh, not your mammy. Oh, I was going to say, not my mammy. No, I was talking to people on the, that listen to their mammy. Yeah, everybody else's mammy. God, I was watching Cops last night in an episode. I haven't watched Cops in a long time. I used to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a cop on there. I think they were in Memphis. Okay. And I grew up in the inner city, okay? Mm-hmm. I could not understand one word this cop was saying. <laughs> he's talking to the guy, he's like, Look, at y'all, man, the thing you got to do is get off to your ass. Do this. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> is that like a southern deal? Yeah, I think so. Probably. <laughs> I was going, what? What did you say? I haven't watched Cops in forever. Is it I still? Is it still as wild as it was back in the day? I don't think it's as wild as it was. It's yeah. I mean, there there are times, I guess, it gets that way, yeah. but. I've only seen it a couple of times. I used to watch it every Sunday. Was it Sunday or Saturday? Yeah. As it was. But we, we buried the lead yeah. today. The real question is, do you want us to sing now or later? Yeah. Oh, it's Johnny Rivers' birthday. You're right. Can, can we get all of the listeners out of this? Happy birthday. Did you know that? To... It's Johnny Rivers' birthday. Would you grab a Johnny Rivers song? I'm not even trying to know who Johnny Rivers oh, is. Oh, one of the greats of all time. He's from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay, all right. And the boy could sing and play a guitar and the whole deal. It's not, it's not his real name. His real name wasn't Johnny Rivers. I don't know what it was. Uh, but looks like... Johnny Burditzman. Johnny Burditzman. <clears throat> That'd be a good name. People would never forget it. John Henry Ramelsta. Ramelsta. Ramistella. Does it sound like he would sing something called Baby, I Need Your Lovin'? Baby, I Need Your Lovin'. Hi. Oh, not that. Hi, this is Johnny Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom, it was fun for your first however many years having a birthday. But now that it's mm-hmm. Ethan's birthday, it's Ethan. He stole my birthday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JB's son John stole my birthday too. But happy officially, happy birthday! Yeah. Thank you, from both of us <clears throat> and all of the listeners, uh, and here to celebrate. A hell of a voice, doesn't he? Oh, sensational. Maybe I should do a Johnny Rivers show. <laughs> Just hit, 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 the, uh, hit the stage, start singing. Yeah. I was in a band from the time I was 11 to 19, so that was good. Was, and that was like a garage band with your high school friends type yes. of deal? Yep. See, oh, that's, grade school friends, actually. I feel like that everybody has to go through that phase yeah. of whether you're... Because you have to figure out if you're a good musician or not. Like, everybody wants to be a rapper or a singer, and then you find out that, yeah, I can't sing at all, or it's... <laughs> no, that wasn't it. Looks. Well, you could sing, right? I could sing, yeah. And play... I don't know why, either. I don't know why I can do impressions. Is there something about that's wrong with your brain that you can do that stuff? I, I feel like it's something early on, because... Probably, yeah. Like, if you, if you tried to do an impression 
once you get to like 30 years old, I feel like you just don't do it. In your head, maybe yeah. it sounds good, but it, like to everybody else, it doesn't. But you're just more impressionable and open to like adjusting your voice and stuff as a kid. Yeah. Well, I will tell you that you got, I mean, you guys know Ed Sullivan is, right? Ed oh, yeah. Big Sunday Night yep. Show. Mm-hmm. But that was a long time ago. Well, that was the Bubbles, right? <clears throat> the Bubbles. No, that was Lawrence Welk. Lawrence Welk. That's what I'm thinking of then. Never mind. You know, I know who Ed Sullivan is. Yeah, you know Ed. I just got it mixed up. And now for all you youngsters, <laughs> yeah. that's how he introduced the Beatles. Did you know that? <laughs> he comes <laughs> on stage, he's doing this. He's got his hands in his side. He goes, and now for all you youngsters, the Beatles. He right. said the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> to him, it was the Beatles were some new hippie dippy oh, yeah. band oh, yeah. that I oh, will yeah. never catch on. <laughs> Look at these little guys yep. with their mop heads. They don't like, even make real music like they used to anymore. Yeah. Pretty much true. Yeah. And by the way, Ed decided who was going to be on and who wasn't going to be on. Yeah. Well, back in those days, there were so many gatekeepers. Oh, yeah. With shows like the Ed Sullivan yep. Show and things like that, where if you didn't, if they didn't approve of you, you weren't going to make it. No, there's no question. You're absolutely right about that. There were guys in the record business back in the day. Matter of fact, when did you book the guy from the record business? Uh, I finalized yesterday with Art. Art emailed Honest me. Honest to God, I'm going to love talking to him because I, I think he worked at Capitol Records. I don't know if it was the same time I did, but I think he did. Let me see if I can find him. Kenneth Womack, yeah. Yep. Kenneth Womack, uh, the Beatles' longtime roadie. Oh, that's who he was. That's why I've heard his name before. I never got to meet any of the Beatles. I talked to him on the phone, but I never got to meet any of them. I guess I still have a chance with Ringo and Paul, right? <clears throat> They're not dead yet, anyway. No, not, not quite. That is, I still can't believe somebody shot John. Why the hell would you shoot John Lennon? It's all those books, man. It's all the, books are, the books are telling us to do bad stuff, man. Yeah. It was Catcher in the Rye. That catcher was a book. Rye. He was carrying Catcher in the Rye when he shot John Lennon. You said that's what? like your favorite book, though, right? Oh, it is my favorite book of all time. Do you have any weird impulses after reading Catcher Hell in the Rye? Hell no. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't go reach for your magnum and go <laughs> try to hunt down John Lennon? No. I think I'll go shoot someone. Yeah. You, you know the show South Park? Oh, yeah. Oh, I love South they Park. Did a, they did a whole episode where they, like, write a book, but then they get assigned in class, Catcher in the Rye. And so they get through it, and they, the teachers hype it up. It's like, it's a very controversial book, and blah, blah, blah. And the kids read through it. They're like, this sucks. Like, I was waiting. Like, there's never a good part. <laughs> it's not controversial at all. But it, it, it cuts to one kid who's very impressionable, and he gets he gets done with the last page, closes the book, and then he just, like, his eyes glaze over, Uh-oh. and he's like, kill John Lennon, kill John Lennon. <laughs> and his dad's like, that's he's, terrible. He's been dead for 30 years. Don't worry about it. He's like, oh, okay. 1980, right? Yeah, something like that. December 8th, I think, 1980. And who announced that he died? Howard Cosell. You on got Mon- it. On Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. Howard Cosell had to tell you that John Lennon has been killed. He, I'll never forget it. And he's been interviewed about that experience because he was obviously everybody loved the Beatles. And he was like, it is one of the most profound moments. And he's a historically great personality. But yeah, he's yeah. Like, yeah this is a, something I'll never forget of them telling me, like, you have to alert the nation yeah. and the world that the Beatles stars died. Do you have a few of those moments that like ring out in your guys' memory? Because two of them do for me. One of them is when it, it, it's actually, I think, the same, the same instance. Saddam Hussein being killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First off, weirdly, John Cena comes out on Monday Night Raw and delivers the, I have the pleasure to announce that the U.S. has captured and permanently compromised Saddam Hussein. And then the place what? goes berserk. <laughs> really? But then it's a, it's a game between, like, the Mets. It was a Subway Series game, I want to say, between the Mets and the Yankees. And they're at... Um, City Park in 
in uh, or no at the old like Shea Stadium yep. in, in, oh, okay. in New York, and you could just suddenly <clears throat> on the broadcast like roar like it's in the middle of the inning, nothing good is happening. It's like a seven nothing game. The Mets are getting their butts kicked or something like that. And all of a sudden the crowd just starts roaring, standing applause, and everybody you could hear like USA, USA, yep. USA. and then they announce it. But the word was getting through because this is like when phones were still. You know, it, you're still getting those messages, but it's delayed. Mm-hmm. But everybody's f- slowly learning in the stadium that, you know, th- that we got them. So it, eventually they announce it and they put it on the Jumbotron. The place just goes nuts. <laughs> just bedlam. <laughs> did they even know who he was? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, did they? Did they? Yeah, I, I feel oh, like. Yeah, by the time we like, captured and killed him or whatever. Everybody knew who Osama bin Laden said. No, Hussein. yeah, yeah. I think I think I messed up. I meant I meant uh, Osama bin Laden. Yeah, when SEAL Team Six. Osama oh, like, bin Laden, you're talking yes. about. Okay, my, there you, that's okay. my fault. I misspoke. Yeah. No problem. Well, we're used to it by yeah, now. After yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. months, I'm sure you some know. people out there listening are like, "What the hell is this guy talking oh, about?" This guy's still there. <laughs> but, What's he doing? But for but for a while, I bet most people just Osama bin Laden, Saddam Hussein, tomato, tomato. Their first cousins hanging out. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Didn't one of his kids get killed too? Saddam Hussein's. It feels like we went through their entire family tree and <laughs> picked them like... all up and <laughs> detained Jesus. them. Yeah. Oh, the one thing that I have, I have had literally people walk up to me and go, you know, Tom, I think you should stay away from politics because people are sick to death of hearing about it. It's sick to death and it never gets any better. No. A, and that's the whole problem. There's a Virginia lady that she was in the news now because she had some pornographic live stream where she was getting money to do specific things to her husband online and so it's all a mess no matter where you that was a politician yeah let me i think really um so she was getting paid to play the trumpet or what what was it uh, apparently yeah the uh where is her name here um one of the virginia legislative candidates Susanna gibson Susanna Gibson. Uh, yeah, her and her husband made a little video for the, the people online, and we're taking suggestions oh for what God. people wanted to see for some money. So I have a question for you. So now I can't talk about politics. I don't really want to talk about politics mm-hmm. anyway. I don't give a rat's ass. I think they're both nuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, but I can't tease people about their race. What am I supposed to talk about? Well, we could talk about the fact that Anthony Edwards and the Minnesota Timberwolves they won phenomenal. They I was were. at the game yesterday. <clears throat> Do you ever work? I do not. I'm at the and movie. I'm at the Twins game. Well, I, I, the you you were there schmoozing it up with, uh, with Judd, right? I was there. I did not oh, see Judd, God. but I should have found him. But the highlight of my day, they bring out the big T-shirt cannon. Oh, Caught you a got t-shirt. the cannon? I got, caught a T-shirt from the T-shirt cannon. You got cannon. the T-shirt. I mossed somebody in the, in the front. And that was in front of me to, yeah. Oh, did you? you it was did a you seven-year-old go? girl, though, right? It, it, yeah, well, you know what? Her, you know. I'll, I've pushed younger kids for and a full Zach Hampel on it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was a shock. <laughs> well, congratulations, T-shirt catcher. Yeah, thank you. It's true. I'm an athlete. Oh, God. Okay, we got to move on. The Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their farewell. I'm an athlete because I caught a T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles are at XL Energy Center on their Fail World Tour on Saturday, November 18th, and you can see them with me in my suite. Catherine will be there. To enter, just go to the Tom Bernard app or the website at TomBernardShow.com. Listen for your name to be announced each day at 8, 10, 9, 10, and 10, 10. Email us back at midnight, by midnight, I should say, at contest at TomBernardShow.com, and you win. Today, qualifier, name for the Eagles with me in suite is John O'Byrne. 
of Richmond, Minnesota. It's John O'Byrne. Email us by midnight tonight at contest at TomBernardShow.com. Congratulations to Monday's winner, Todd O'Connor. So we got John O'Byrne, Todd O'Connor. A lot of Catholics lining up to win it. That's all I'm saying. I'm bringing in my people. I haven't been to Catholic Church in about 55 years, by the way, so I should maybe stop saying that. Right, you're going to burst into flames. <laughs> I might. It might It might happen. Uh, in any case, congratulations to Monday's winner, Todd O'Connor, who emailed us back. He and his guests will join me in my suite to see the Eagles on November 18th. John O'Byrne of Richmond, Minnesota. Call us by midnight tonight, and you'll be there with us. And with us now, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Judd Zolgad. How we all doing? Marvelously well. We're already laughing it up over things like how nuts people have gotten. We, we were just talking about the fact that if I can't, you know, because I don't want to talk about politics anymore. I, I am so sick of this stuff. I can't take it anymore. I tried to do the reporting that you're supposed to. I mean, it's the lead story in every newspaper on television. So you try to stick with the news. But it's always about how some politician is a dirtbag. Mm-hmm. So forget it. But the one that I'm upset with. I can't. I can no longer attack Kevin for uh, Kevin for his skin color. Well, that's I mean, been for a while, right? I, mean, I, feel like that. I just I caught feel like on. That predates the politician, the back off the politics because nobody cares. Because nobody cares. No, you know what? That's a good way to put it, Judd. Look, look how he's trying to steer me away from that, yeah. actually making fun of your skin Judd, color comment. Judd was like, how can I distance myself <laughs> from the racism? Actually, no, I'm serious. I thought that that goes back more far, farther back I as thought, a don't yeah. do than yeah. the politics thing. A long time ago, Tom. Yeah. Go, well, I haven't been doing much reading lately, so, you know. But, I, yeah, going back to what you were saying, I, I like everyone else, I can't even watch. I tried this morning, because I always watch Channel 5 News. And then they, they're off the air at, what, 7 o'clock, I think, mm-hmm. is when they drop off. Yeah, they're, they're on from 6.30 to 7, I think, is their last newscast for a while. And then it goes to national news. Okay. Oh, I okay. believe that's right. <clears throat> yep. So I was just watching it this morning. The national news came, because I, I take a walk in our basement. There's a little walking thing that I have in our basement. Mm-hmm. I'm walking, and the national news comes on, and that's all they talk about is, yes, there's a war going on but it was caused by these politicians on the other side. I'm like, oh, God. So, you know, you don't want to do that. I've had enough of that anyway. I, try, I thought it was my job as a host of a show to stay with the, the day's headlines. But every day the headlines are, are, well, right now, it's all political. Right. Every headline I'm looking at right now is all political because people can't stop fighting over it and, you know, all the rest of it. But, I mean, honest to God... You can't make fun of anybody anymore. What the well, that's, yeah, that, that's a whole different thing, but that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, making fun of people. The, the world being your own uh, personal roast of society oh. has become very difficult to do. Because you, really you get in trouble for everything now, I feel like. So, but the politics thing is, I, I, just think it, uh, I just think we've gotten to the point where it, I hate to say it's boring because it's important, but it's boring. It is boring because you're not going to change anyone's mind. There's the two. I've, I've always said this. The two things that I think are boring to talk about because you're going to change no one's mind are politics and religion because you're just going to fight, go, go around in circles. Yeah, that's yeah, why right. I love sports because you can you can get into huge heated debates about sports and it doesn't really matter. I tell you, you're absolutely right. No, and you are. You're absolutely right about that. 
The only time I ever pray anymore is I followed the lead of my oldest brother, Terry. When we, you know, again, we grew up. And I guess I, I was never a very religious person anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. not, hey, look, I believe there's got to be a greater thing than me. There's no doubt about it. There better be, I'll tell you that. We're in I've trouble always felt the not. same way about myself. Yes, I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> there has we're all to in be big something. trouble if, like, we're it. <laughs> that would be bad news, man. <clears throat> but my father, and I'll never forget, my mother got so upset. My brother Terry sits down at the Thanksgiving table, making the sign of the cross, as Catholics do. Yeah. And he goes... In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, who's ever the fastest gets the most. <laughs> she did not see any humor in that at all. Oh, that's a, oh are you kidding? Forget, oh, my God. No, that's great. That's a legendary deal, I think. I love that one. Oh, come on, Mom. <clears throat> see, the great thing it is, you know, if there is a God, and I think there's a, some form of a greater good, you know, shorten it to God, good, whatever word you want to use, there has to be something better than this, right? I hope, I hope anyway. What do you think? Um, uh, yes, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I hope think, so. and, and again, if we are the, if we are the be all and end all, we're all in huge, huge trouble because uh, that's the one thing that I think we prove on a di- daily basis. When you're as flawed as we are and uh, yes. as a society, yeah, if this is like eternity, oh, boy, I don't like that. I don't like our chances. You think if I did show up at the pearly gates to get into heaven, that God would come and go, you were in radio for 53 years, get out. You think? No, yeah. I think I think God would say, listen, Tom, I gave you this voice. It's unbelievable. Why, yeah. why don't you host a show up here? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be hosting a morning show in heaven. You'd be hosting a morning show in heaven. I thought that's what I was doing right here. Isn't this heaven? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, Just you, public address announcements. Yeah. Like, if you drive the white Cadillac, please move your car. You're in a tow zone. <laughs> you getting in is dependent on, have you called the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ a candy ass or Tits McGee recently? Because, oh, that's yeah, Kevin uh, McHale. Just Kevin McHale. <clears throat> so, yeah, you should be good then to get in. I'm, I, I think I'm probably good to get in. I've never killed anyone, although I'm thinking about killing somebody. Before I die, I, maybe I should kill someone. What do you think? Disclaimer, Tom Bernard is not going to kill anybody before (laughs) he dies. Additional disclaimer, as long as it's not one of us. Yes, uh, Yes, exactly. Here's the thing, Tom. You would hire someone at this point in time. Like, like, I I think you'd hire a guy. Probably. That's probably true. To to knock off a guy. To hire a guy to knock off a guy. Knock off a guy. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, wouldn't it be more, you know... Uh, more fun to, to like set up the hit like at Murray's in, in a oh, booth like the mafia. I was just gonna say yeah you'd be at some Italian restaurant sitting Here's in the back I'm booth like yep okay, Tommy you know. B sends his regards yeah Here's Here's what what I need from you I was talking to a guy yesterday he told me that uh, I still love the fact that Marlon Brando invented that voice for The Godfather oh yeah it's great and my favorite thing about that movie is at the very beginning when the guy's there begging him to go after his neighbor because his neighbor's trying to screw him out of his business or something. Mm-hmm. And he goes, don't use anybody from our district. I tell you, you use a Jew congressman from the next door. <laughs> he calls him a Jew congressman. It's like, that's real nice. Way to go, Marlon. The Godfather, I still believe the greatest movie ever made. You guys say that? I mean, you're not going to get any pushback yeah. with that. God, That's what a great movie. Pick. The whole thing was terrific. And, and what I really liked, he's downstairs and he's working with Robert Duvall. And 
Al Pacino sitting out there in his uh, U.S. Army outfit, and of course James Conn is upstairs banging the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> what a cast! At though. his sister's what? wedding. <laughs> oh what yeah! What an unbelievable cast! <clears throat> no, it was it was amazing. It was unbelievable. All right, we have to we have to focus on some some sports here. Is there anything to talk about? Well, yeah, as Tevin just said, last night at Target Center, that was the Lakers basically came off the place. Um, uh, th- this is not a surprise, and it's not new news, but Anthony Edwards again last night with 38 points and unbelievable d- defense between mm-hmm. him and Jaden McDaniels and Gobert. And on a night where one of their supposed stars, Carl Anthony Towns, did absolutely nothing, the Timberwolves beat... None other than Tom Bernard, your Celtics, your former favorite. Man, that was a Kevin Wearing their green. Thank you, Lord. You know why? NBA teams have like 27 jerseys now, right? They've got different combinations, blah, blah, blah. And I I went to that game last night, and as I walked in the door, I said, they better be wearing their damn green because there's some jerseys (laughs) you don't mess with. The Celtics, if they had been wearing like some type of all black or something, no, they were wearing their green. It was glorious. Was Mikhail at the game last night? You'd I think. think. I don't think so. I don't think. I don't know what you know. Where Where is he these days? Yeah, I haven't seen him in years. I, he disappeared off he, the map. He, he kind of did. I don't know what. Uh, well, he's not the easiest guy to get along with. I will tell you that. I mean, look, I adored Kevin McHale as a player. I thought he was supremely talented, just really, really good, but uh, not a big joke taker. Well, let me put it that way. Well. How's a guy who was uh, such a great quote and and would uh, you know would dispense crap at a moment's notice and <laughs> yes. was good at it? How is a guy like that so thin-skinned? I don't know. I'll never understand as long as I live. But he played Kevin, in Boston. Yeah, he played in Boston. What the hell? I how mean, how bad can it get? Exactly. That team was phenomenal. Yeah, I played with Larry Bird, Robert Parrish. Boy, does that suck. <laughs> I mean, come on, yeah. man. What an unbelievable team. But, Kevin, if you're listening, I miss you, Buster. Especially the last time I ever saw him when you threatened me. I really miss that. Wait, do do we know the story? Whatever, I tell you that one. I ran into him in the locker at Spring Hill, and he was not happy with Uncle Tommy, I'll tell you that. And I just went, eh, whatever. What are you going to do, hit me? I mean, give me a break. Yeah, it was not. Uh, it was unfortunate because, like I said, I was a huge. I still am, as far as basketball is concerned, a huge Kevin McHale fan. I thought he was magnificent, mm-hmm. but apparently, so did he. <laughs> so. Well, yes, he definitely did, and he definitely was thin-skinned. But anyway, so the Timberwolves won. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Um, the Vikings won on Sunday. The Gopher football team collapsed, which is what they do. It was a pretty fun weekend, actually. <laughs> that loss. P.J. Flex should be fired for losing that game. I mean, he's an awful game coach. Terrible. And, yep. and he's oblivious. <clears throat> and he's makes he's $42 million. He's oblivious to it. He has no idea, but he is a terrible game coach. He is. He's terrible. How do you let, if you're the defensive backs, and again, first, what I would have done is put three guys on the line and eight guys in a line at about the 20-yard line and say, you ain't getting past us. I don't care where you catch the ball, what you do, you're not getting past us. Right? Well, yeah, and it, just where's the safety? Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, 
I mean, he was over Where's on the, the left. one guy? Where's the one guy? Like, like <laughs> Providing that play, zero safety. That, yeah. that play literally looked like they just simply <clears throat> forgot what they were do- what yes. they, what the situation was. Yeah. You are correct, sir. Yeah, they <clears throat> look exactly like they forgot how much time was left, what the – they have one job. That's literally one. To make sure nobody yeah. gets behind you. I don't care what they do in front of you. You stand as far back as it takes to make sure you don't get beat for six. I agree. And, and they couldn't do it. Was that was that fourth down? Am I remembering that wrong? No, I don't think it was fourth it down because they. Oh, oh, you. What you're remembering is, I believe they converted uh, a fourth and eleven shortly before that. Oh, because the Gophers okay. had them. Okay. The game was yeah. done if they got yep. that stop. Yeah. Well, yep. I think the first play that the backup quarterback came in was fourth yep. down, and he converted that, and then That's it. went yep. three for th- or two for two, I guess. After okay. That for the okay. But I still don't understand. You got one job. Don't let him get behind you. That's your only and like job. Tev- and like Tevin just said, it the backup quarterback had to come in. <laughs> Your life should get technically easier. You'd hope. Ah, yep. uh, thank thank God for sports because you know average hun yucks like us can sit around and bitch about these multi multi millionaire players and how much we hate them. Oh, that's my that's my favorite <laughs> is when you especially scroll through the comment sections after like a Vikings game and oh, Kirk, yeah. Kirk will throw a ball that was one inch off to the left after he just avoided three hundred pound linemen and people are like. Worst athlete ever. Like, this is just <laughs> terrible. Like, okay, sir. <laughs> Mr. Beer Belly and Cheeto Dust Fingers. You oh, my goodness. That was hard. Yeah, did you hear that? I love it, though. I love Cheeto Fingers. And, you know, what's wrong with a, a beer guy? I mean, yeah, nothing man. wrong with it, but it's just you funny know. to hear, yeah, the average folk like myself complain. You know, the only problem I got about that? Mm-hmm. It really sucks if you got a beer belly and you don't drink. That yeah, sucks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what's what, that? That's where you call M and Fat Loss, and they help you out. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Give them a call today, ladies. <laughs> that's and called your fifties and sixties. Yeah, yeah that's think, true. Right, and seventies. That's, that's yes. what that's called. <clears throat> Jesus, unbelievable. Uh, so, I I don't know. I, it's the Vikings. I didn't think they were going to be as. Can I say they're good? I can't even say they're good. You can say they're good. Can you? Yeah, they're good. They're just not great. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a good word. We're to good put enough it. to beat the Falcons and teams like that. Well, but uh, we'll, when we play better teams, we probably need somebody a little bit better than Josh Dobbs. I would go with that. What are you talking about? He's a hero this week in town. Oh, His jerseys are already uh, printed and for sale. Every- I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure you can buy one for 150 bucks right now, Tab. Right. So. Everybody's talking about him. Like I don't. I must have missed something during the game, but I didn't realize Fran Tarkenton came back. And all of a sudden was leading Man. us. He's the pastronaut. He's Dobby the quarterbacking huh? elf. He's and Dobbs, like, Dobbs is fine, <laughs> but he threw for 156 yards. People are shaving people their eyebrows over like this guy, Tevin. What are you talking about? For 306 touchdowns. <laughs> Look, cold bucket of water from Tevin. What's it's, going on here? Like, we got to just keep things in perspective, people. What fun is you that? You do. You're absolutely right. What fun is perspective, gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> what fun? Yeah, unless you're Since a judge. Is, put it on a shirt. This, this is the media. Since when are we supposed to keep perspective? <laughs> Honest to God, what are you going to do? You know, one thing I do have to throw in here, because one of my all-time heroes, I loved what this guy did, died yesterday. Judge Harry Crump died at 85 yesterday. No kidding. Yep. Judge Harry Crump, uh, you probably don't know. Most people 
your, you guys' age would not know who he is. Judge Harry Crump saved the Twins from contraction. If it weren't for Harry Crump, that team wouldn't even exist anymore. Really? Yep. Hmm. And Judge Harry Crump wow. has died at 85 years old. We loved you, Harry. That's all I'm saying, man. Yeah, he's the, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he was actually named the, the this is, uh, in, in retrospect, pretty funny. He was named the Star Tribune Sports Person of the Year for saving the Twins from contraction. 1998, that, baby. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I did not realize he passed away. And he died yesterday, I believe. Big smile on his face in his picture. I'm looking at his picture right now. You know, I, I should tell you something. I, I was just going to say, you're welcome. No, I was just going to say he's better looking than you are. Oh, That's I thought all you were going to say he's a black man in America today <laughs> well, that he saved, is. That well, saved he, the twins. He was. He, he was. was. Yes. He's a black man in America today that saved the twins. Yep. But I will, I will never forget it, uh, Judge. I adored that man from that day. I, I don't know what the hell I'd do without my twins. I love the Minnesota twins. Oh, that would not have been good. No. Well, well, you would have avoided some pain in the playoffs. <laughs> but yes, you're right. I'm glad that they were saved. Uh, Harry... God bless you. I hope you're in he- If there is a heaven, I hope Harry's there. When the twins, when he saved the twins, were they actually in danger of oh, they were leaving? Gone. Or was it like the Vikings where they just wanted a new stadium? Judd, you answer that question because my, my opinion is they were long gone if it wasn't for, for Judge Harry Crump. So what ba- baseball was trying to do was that they were trying to fold, so not move, but fold the Montreal Expos and the Twins. And and that's the one where Carl Polad, right. uh, it, it turned out he volunteered the team for contract. Oh, he did. He did. Oh, that's, that's why I didn't that's like. That's why everybody even, hates the Polads. It was so bad, even <laughs> Sid attacked him in Prince. I know. That is amazing that Sid would attack him. Act of God. <laughs> Yeah, the most surprising thing I ever saw was Sid attacking Carl Polad, <laughs> but Sid had no options left. The team was going to be contracted, and oh, yep. so he he lit Carl up. Good, wow. and he should have, because it was all yeah, about money yet again. What a shock! Another thing, all about money. Well, I I think it turned out that uh, Carl had gone to Bud Selig and just offered it up and yep. said, "Hey, you know, if if you want to contract us, because." Um, at that point, Carl was at his wits' end on a stadium. Yeah, and and keep in mind too, you guys, they didn't get a stadium for you know several years, so that didn't solve the problem. But yes, Harry Crump, Harry Crump basically brought an end to any conversation. And then the following spring was two thousand and what was it two thousand and two, and the Twins got good again. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> that's exactly right. So Harry, so, everybody raised. Oh, I can raise this for one more time, by the way. Oh, there's a story behind this, I should tell you. I've been complaining to Catherine for about two months now that I can't sleep. I wake up in the middle of the night. She goes, starting tomorrow, yep. you will have one caffeinated beverage a day, and that is it. <laughs> I said, okay. Oh, my God. You said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> hey, you ever seen my wife? Of course I said, yes, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> you damn right. Yeah, but then you're going to be going down to the basement and smuggling a ton of Diet Pepsi. I can't do it. She's too good at it, man. She's way, way too good at it. Oh, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do one caffeinated beverage Especially today. just starting today, just one. You, you're not going to wean. You're not going to wean off of it. Nope. Like, hey, can I start this week with? I'll yeah. do three a day, and we'll I know what you think next week. Too. Tomorrow's going to be brutal. No, <laughs> that's exactly what he was thinking. You're absolutely right. It better be a very, very large caffeinated drink, just but. a two-liter bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and Bernard, it's eight thirty-two in the morning, and you've committed to the one caffeinated drink at eight thirty-two. I, I mean, two-thirds of it left, man. Uh, 
Oh, my God. One a day is... from now on, that's it. Wow. All right. Although I do do a five-hour energy when I get up, so that helps. <clears throat> I think oh, that defeats oh, the yeah, purpose yeah. of <laughs> one yeah. a day. Yeah, you're completely defeating the purpose of, of Yeah, but I mean, if, you do, if I do that at, like, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning, you burn that off. Because I go for, a, like, a three-mile walk after I do that. Okay. So I burn it off. That, that, what? That, that reminds me. When I was in high school, I had a very large offensive lineman friend that was trying to lose a little weight. And he came in and was drinking a Slim Fast. And then afterwards was eating some very unhealthy food. And we had to explain to him that the Slim Fast, is, that counts as your meal for the day. So the five-hour energy, <laughs> that counts for like well, your it's caffeine. not that much caffeine in it, is there? Does Catherine know this? I what? hope not. That, that you mix in the uh, an energy drink as well? Well, not yet. She doesn't. Okay, when she yeah. finds out, that's out. That's going to be gone, right too. Now. What if I yes. get home today and they're all gone because they're sitting on the counter in my bathroom? Well, you just announced on your show, and she probably heard it, so what there's you, a very good chance. you brush your teeth with it? She, yeah. She... <laughs> no, it's in I brush my teeth. Well, actually, I drink that, and then I brush my teeth. That's what I do. You're going to get home, and Catherine's just going to be sitting there with the lamp off and turn around in, like, a yeah. revolving chair. So you've been <laughs> drinking five-hour energies, haven't you? <laughs> you know, one thing I love about my wife, and I don't think you guys, I don't think you guys are – Tevin, you've been around long enough. You may, may know this. But my wife is a very sweet woman, beautiful woman, just really smart. I mean, she's a, my dream come true. There's no question about it. I get home last night. <laughs> it's just like I'm watching a movie. She's on the phone with somebody who's pissing her off. Mm-hmm. And she goes like this. Let me tell you something. You keep this up. I'm going to come over there and tear you apart. You got it? I'm like, Jesus. Oh, there have been, there have been a few times oh, where you've seen it she'll not, not full out angry because she still wants, okay, I gotta, I'm got i out in public. I want to make sure I'm not unhinged. But where I'm like, I don't, would never, I would never, ever want to piss Catherine off. Yeah, she can get a little angry, yep. you know, yep. a little bohemian, a little bohunk action. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, almost six feet tall. So that, and she's got that good arm. She's got that good. Yeah. No, I'm scared of her. <laughs> you and me both, right so. All right, Jed. Oh, God, I suppose you, you better get going here, man. You got a big day. Oh, <clears> big <throat> day. Big day. All right, guys. I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Judd Zolgad, ladies and gentlemen, score north. We'll take a break. Be right back with the lovely and talented Chris Eggert. Can I call him lovely? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. No, what do you think? Oh, I would say, yeah, he's, he's definitely used to it. Okay, good. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results well. I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. And Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. 
Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Well, great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get the six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for the set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. All right, so I've learned today that having one uh, caffeine-loaded diet wild cherry Pepsi a day is good, but then if you commit the sin of having a five-hour energy before you have that, you've broken the rules. Yeah, unless you do it Irish car bomb style and you drop your five-hour energy into your glass. Into the glass. Yeah, then it's just one drink. All right. What do you, Chris Eggert's laughing already about that. He's like, yo, okay. That sounds amazing. When I heard you guys talking about that last segment about Tom having to not be able to have caffeine, I like walked over to the cafeteria and I got a coffee. I'm like, (laughs) I would die. Like, I would die immediately. I know. Yeah, but I cannot sleep anymore. I got to do something about it. And I thought once I left the queue and didn't have to get up at 3 15 in the morning anymore that I'd sleep like a baby, it's much worse than it was. So no e- kidding. even the fact that I, I well, I, now I don't go to bed till 10 o'clock. So, you know, 10, 10, 30, somewhere in there. Uh, but I, I think she's right. The fact that I've been doing, I've been working a lot of 12, 14 hour days, you know, talking to advertisers and this and that and talking to company and, you know, being annoyed by Dan and Amy. You know what I'm saying, but <laughs> he makes a face. I love that. 
But uh, no, I, 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 so I promised her I'll have one Diet Pepsi with caffeine a day. It's going to be tough, man. Shoulder to the wheel. They say, though, once you can, like, once you get over, like, the first couple weeks on the cap and you're off the caffeine thing, like, it's good, but the first couple weeks suck. You know, that's her deal, because you do realize what's two weeks from Thursday, Thanksgiving. So there's that two-week period you're talking about. Oh, so you'll be less crabby by Thanksgiving. Oh, I'll be more crabby. Get away from me! Right. I, well, let, I need to figure like out just how this impacts uh, Tevin and I and AJ. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I don't, I don't like what's probably going to happen in the short term with this. So I'm, I'm against this. Yeah. You cutting can back you, on caffeine. Can you start this on Thanksgiving so that way when you're gone in Florida, then you go through yeah, the withdrawals? Yeah, there. that's what I was thinking, Tevin. Good idea. Going on vacation for four days. My Thanksgiving vacation which we do every year, which we love. Ladies and gentlemen, nice. news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Eggert with us. I, I got the, the, the distinct pleasure this morning of watching Hannah do uh, the reports. So that, I started off my day taking a nice three-mile walk and watching you and Hannah. Hannah's the best. Man, is, is, good as, is she standing right next to you? No, she's not. You she's liar. Got, she's got cue cards up for what he needs to say. <laughs> Hannah is the best. Hannah is, Hannah is the, wait a minute, it's not Hannah. <laughs> Chris, blink twice if you're, if you're in trouble. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, AJ. <laughs> My favorite, I cannot tell you how many people on the streets came up and said, you know who my new hero is? I said, who? Chris Haggard. I said, why? Why is he your hero? Because he's the first news anchor I've ever heard go, ah, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> when you didn't know you were on the air. <laughs> they loved it. They thought it was wonderful. Uh, that is starting to happen with some regularity over on the TV, too. Oh, is, is it? Because I think I told you a couple months ago we automated and randomly a mic will just pop up when it's not supposed to. Oh, no. And... I've been pushing it for a lot That's of years because <laughs> you can normally always tell when you knew there was going to, if you were on yeah, or, yep. um, but this whole new thing, I, um, Matt Belanger was doing a live report from the newsroom and the automation pulled up my mic instead of his. So I was in the middle of talking about something. And so <laughs> it came back from this soundbite and I'm like, bop, 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 and then like, <laughs> that was not supposed to go out over the air. Thank God it was nothing too controversial. But well, it's better than that one guy on New Year's Eve where he's sitting behind the desk doing the news and decides, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to expose you to this, but pulls a gun and shoots himself oh, in the head. I know. I remember, remember that? that? Yeah. Did you ever see it? Yeah. It ain't pretty. I don't know. Holy God. Shot himself right in the head on live television. Uh, the live TV thing or an open mic. Open mic has brought down many of people uh, in our industry, and I, I gotta I gotta be aware of that because it's, yeah. Well, they still have live mics. What's that woman that hates Trump out there in New York? That the she's the attorney, state's attorney or something, or city attorney or the, oh, what the hell's her name? She's the one who brought all the charges against Trump. Uh, Leticia Le, Leticia Davis. Something. Did you hear what yeah. she said going up the stairs yesterday? She made fun of the fact that he's, oh, yeah, I don't like the fact that he's so white. It's like, 
isn't that semi-racist to say something yes. like, oh, you saw her do it? No, I'm saying, yes, it is semi-racist. <laughs> not, just, might not even be semi. It might be just full Why racist. do people think they can do that? I don't get it. Well, um, this it reminds me, <laughs> when I was out, I think it was when I was in Seattle. I don't remember. There was a blooper from one of my old stations, and um, that it was when... Hillary Clinton was, and before she was a presidential candidate, like when she was just a first lady, like way, way, way back in the day. And um, she was getting off of Air Force One. And for whatever reason, the news was covering it. And um, somebody had an open mic and she comes down off the plane and you can hear this in the background. Oh, here comes the old battle axe. <laughs> the old battle axe. Which is like nothing compared to no, now. Like that, no. that wouldn't even be considered offensive in today's, um, you know, true. environment. But it's just pretty funny. So that, yeah, here comes the old battle axe. Oops. Well, what are you going to do? Yep. So any big stories we should know about today? Well, I, I did want to, I flagged this one because it's just further proof that nobody on the internet is who they say they are. Right. That's why okay? I'm going. We, should, we should always know this. There's no such thing as uh, uh, AJ when you're creeping on uh, OnlyFans or whatever websites you're on. Whoa, and you're oh, well. Oh, that's a heavy accusation there, Chris. Your mic and is you're, still on, And you're Chris. DMing <laughs> that, that uh, you know, uh, beautiful 29-year-old blonde gal who, um, you know, lives on the 15th floor of uh, downtown Minneapolis apartment. That's probably not who's really on the other end. These are heavy accusations while I'm looking at a news story here that says Minnesota television anchor botches viewers last name live on video. <laughs> and it's just a picture of you. Really? So, yeah. So tread lightly. So Chris. really Who, whose name did I botch? I don't know. It's uh, let uh, here. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do a little more research and see if I can find it was that out. Tim but. Anderson. That's who it was. Um, I don't know who so there was an Olmstead County uh, detention deputy who basically means he works um, in in uh, um, prisons, prisons or one yeah. of the jails like or something. Uh, yeah, correctional. Um, so a 44-year-old uh, has been arrested after an undercover investigation because uh, he was uh, messaging with who he thought was a 13-year-old girl. Yep. And was going to uh, provide this young lady with alcohol in exchange for various sex acts. And uh, they picked a time to meet up in a place. And uh, it turns out it was actually an undercover officer. And Yeah, uh, baby. <laughs> he was also messaging with another agent who was posing as a 14-year-old girl. So yes. it seemed like this guy was pretty much going to get in some kind of trouble. Yes. Either way. You guys did a great job covering that story. I saw that story on your news this morning. It was a good job. I'm just continually <laughs> amazed that people seem to get hoodwinked when it comes to who's on the other end of a of a conversation when you're not seeing anyone there i gotta ask you a question because i it just made me think of that when i saw it this morning on your news yeah that even when i was 13 and 14 years old i was always attracted to the like high school seniors or college students i like the girls like five years older than me yeah, you didn't go reverse 35 years? No, I did not go reverse 35 <laughs> years. <laughs> what is that? Does anybody understand? Is that a, just a weak, a, a yeah, weak personality? I think it's and, a power thing. Power, it's a power I, thing. Yeah, there you go. If I, was the, I agree with Tevin. If I was a psychologist here, that's probably what I would say. <laughs> AJ, would you write down? Uh oh. Tevin had a good point. Uh, yeah. It's November 7th. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
Did uh, you find the audio? Yes, I, Chris. I, this is this is gold. This is gold. So happy. <laughs> I probably can't hear it, by the way. But <clears throat> nope. Here, happy almost one year anniversary to this. Should we get, talk about our grocery giveaway? Absolutely. Do you live in New Richmond, Wisconsin? Listen up, because you may have just won a $250 grocery gift card from Five Eyewitness News, if I, you do. I know the name, the name of the show is Minnesota Live, but we love everyone across the border, too, just for the record. So congratulations this morning to Rhonda. Rhonda Suckett. Rhonda Suckett. This last name is spelled S-U-C-K-U-T. Well, it would be a socket. Didn't, didn't catch that one in the pre-read. Uh, so $250 gift card. In our... That is amazing. I didn't catch that in the pre-read. Oh, yeah, so it's Sukut or something like that. It's and, suck uh, it. You're right. It's definitely not suck it. And you know what? That wasn't, was that a year ago, AJ? I guess that would be about right. Yeah, it says uh, November 23rd, 2022. Oh, I will give you props because you, you tweeted that out yourself and said, hey, everybody, enjoy this. Oh. Oh, this blooper. Well, that um, I because when it was, I leave to come back and do, I do the radio or I do the podcast, oh, and so there's some I I will read 99% of the show before I come back here, but sometimes mm -hmm. things get added late, and that yeah. got added late, and yeah. I didn't oh. see the name. So that's why I even said it. I'm like, oh, I guess I didn't catch that one in the pre-read because there was no pre-read. Like it was. Right. And of course, the one time you don't catch the name, it's not Anderson right. Johnson. Yeah. We get suck it, suck it, suck it. <laughs> Just a long pause, Rhonda. Yeah, suck it, Rhonda. I'm not saying your last name. Even better because it came right after the pandering of like, yeah, you know, we love our friends across yep. the border. But <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. Hey, Rhonda. Suck it, Rhonda. <laughs> suck it. Suck it. <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant way to end this segment is all I have to oh, say. That's great. Good all stuff. right, Chris, Egot. <laughs> <laughs> AJ, I did not mean to level any accusations against you. No, you're here. fine. I'm yeah. easy target. This no will be the last... I don't know what other kind of dirt you're going to find between now and tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. This is the last time Chris ever says anything. I got a lot of time on my hands, you. Chris. I'm never coming at you again, AJ. Let's <laughs> All right, Pally, we'll talk to you Bye. tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Could you play that one more time? Yeah. That was well. Thank you for finding me. I that. am crying right now. Me too. That, that is hilarious. <laughs> so we talk about our grocery giveaway? Absolutely. Do you live in New Richmond, Wisconsin? Listen up, because you may have just won a $250 grocery gift card from Five Eyewitness News if I, you do. I know the name, the name of the show is Minnesota Live, but we love everyone across the border too, just for the record. So congratulations this morning to Rhonda. Rhonda... Suck it. <laughs> and he gets didn't, didn't catch that one in the pre-read. Uh, so Rhonda won a $250 gift card in our grocery giveaway. He gets uh, half. We've had more than 40,000 entries for this contest since it started a couple of weeks ago. Oh. And there is one more chance for you to win. Yeah, just powers, You can watch Five Eyewitness News just powers through. Morning. Just yeah. tremendous. Well, he gets halfway through Suck saying it. Rhonda, and you can tell his eyes have already seen the last name. And so he slows down saying Rhonda because he's scrambling to try and figure out how to say oh, her last name. Oh, God. That's my amazing. My, my favorite part about it is I'm going to play it one more time. You can hear the like the camera people in the back and like the, the mm -hmm. engineers and the producers are start, starting to laugh. This morning to Rhonda. Rhonda yep. suck it. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody dropped something. Didn't, didn't Just catch shot. that one in the pre-read. Uh, oh, didn't catch oh that God. one in the pre-read.
That was magnificent. Oh, that just made my day. I want you to know that. You've made my day. Oh, I just noticed something i got to bring up here, that you people are unbelievable. I got uh, happy birthday wishes from I, about 100 people. Jesus, there are a lot of men. This is unbelievable. You people are amazing. I'll just do, like, the, the top. I'll try to get to them all today if I possibly can. But, I mean, there, there are happy birthday wishes from Peter Jordan. I've known Peter forever. Officer Dave, Mike and Susan, my neighbors, Don at my pillow. Um, my brother Tony. Oh, Cassie Schrader. Cassie, we miss you. Paul Lambert, who's a direct competitor. See, that, that's what I like. Paulie and I are very good friends. Have been since he was, a, he was 16 years old. Sauce? Uh, sauce, yeah, meat yeah. sauce. <clears throat> meat sauce used to work at a cigar bar back when I used to smoke cigars back in the day. Really? And he always said, hey, do you think I should get into radio? And, oh, God, no, you're hor- horrendous, <laughs> terrible, forget it. No, I said, no, you should. You should. So, Paulie, thank Dude, you for your birthday have, wishes. Have you heard the story of how he got the name <clears throat> Meat Sauce? No. So I believe it was Timberwolves games or Vikings games, one of the two. When he first started getting into the press box, they would have dinner provided, and the buffet was spaghetti with red meat sauce. And I guess he just sat there the whole entire game and was like eating the ungodly sauce. amounts of spaghetti, and so they started calling him meat sauce. I understand. Pauly Lambert, thank you, meat sauce. That's very nice. Kevin Osgard, Kendall Norberg, two of my oldest and dearest friends. Jeff Passolt. Michael Bryant, man, it goes on and on and on. Tons of listeners. Mm-hmm. Thomas Duma, by the way, he's been a longtime listener uh, back to the queue and then this show now and all the rest of it. But Thomas, I, you've always been so kind to me and thank you. It, it's just very nice, you know, for all these people to give a rat's ass. It's nice of you to care, right? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. I'll say, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I love working with Chris Eggert because he's the most honest man in the news business. I mean, he and yeah. there, are, mm-hmm. there are a few others. You know, he's not afraid to say Jesus <clears throat> Christ on, on air. He's not afraid to tell his yeah. viewers to suck it. You know, <laughs> damn Rhonda. Just a one, one of a kind. I'm going to call I'm going to call Don Shelby and tell him just to do it cuz he's not on the air anymore just scream it out your door. And then Frank Vasilero, I want you to turn to your co-anchor, who's his wife. Ooh, he can't do that. Turn to your own wife on the set and say, "Hey, suck it." <laughs> no, think that's no, gonna work. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that'll get in a little bit more hot water. Maybe not. No, plus, in, she's a wonderful person anyway. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you guys got to know Frankie a little bit, didn't you? He, he came in. Yeah, he's come in here a couple times yeah. with his dogs. We got to get him back on again. He's such a great guy. I haven't had the uh, opportunity <clears throat> to met, meet him ever. Guy, he's just a really, really nice guy. I hear nothing but good things though. It's true. Well, yeah. You, know. you, you got to listen a little harder. You, you'll find something. Well, he is sure. Italian, yeah. so there's got to be something. I wrong. don't necessarily have my ear to the ground on that one, but <clears throat> no, he is a great yeah. guy, though. We'll take a break. Be right back, ladies and gentlemen. That was one of my favorite hours in the history of this show. Yes, <laughs> I didn't expect. Su- su- Suck it. Yeah, if if we can get just the Rhonda suck it and didn't see that in the press read or pre-read buttons, that'd be awesome. Damn it, I'm choking to death here. All right, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Tom here. I just read a success story from uh, MM Fat Loss client Elizabeth, who just completed a program. Elizabeth writes, I am a 54-year-old woman who has struggled with weight, uh, losing weight. 
I had almost constant heartburn, trouble sleeping, brain fog. I tried counting calories, eating bars and shakes, and several other programs in which I would lose 5 to 10 pounds after months of struggling only to gain it right back. After 60 days of the MN Fat Loss program, I was down 25 pounds. MN Fat Loss had really empowered me to believe that I can control my eating and my weight without having to sacrifice foods that I like. Let me assure you that the short 60 days is totally worth it. If you're thinking about finally committing to improving your health, this is the time to start. You won't regret your investment in yourself. Great job, Elizabeth. I am so happy to hear about your success, and I'm being sincere about that. I love it when people are successful in things that I promote. Are you ready to lose weight and feel better? Go to mnfatloss.com and schedule a free phone consultation. It is so easy to see if MN Fat Loss is a good fit for you. They offer a free phone consultation. To learn about the program, you don't have to take time off of work to get a babysitter for the kids. It's as easy as getting on a quick call with the expert staff. You can share your goals, learn about the program, and see if it is a good fit to help you lose weight and feel better. They also have virtual options to help you if you live far away, which is very smart. To schedule that free phone consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. The only thing you have to lose is that unwanted weight. That's www.mnfatloss.com. I cannot wait to hear about your success story. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. In a world that's racing a mile a minute, a split-second distraction can change everything. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Every day we see too many people, heads buried in their phones, unaware of the dangers they're in. Texting and driving isn't just reckless, it's playing Russian roulette with your life and the lives of others. In just four seconds of distraction, you've driven the length of a football field. Is there any text message that's worth your life, that's worth the lives of others? I've been fighting for the rights of the injured for over 30 years, but I'd rather you never meet me in a courtroom. So hear me now. Stop texting and driving. Pay attention. Value your lives and the lives around you. And if you won't, know this. At Bradshaw and Bryant, we're relentless. We won't back down. We bring justice to those that need it. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. With Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured, Bradshaw and Bryant. I am so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years. He and his lovely wife are good friends of Catherine and mine. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable. Why? Sabre does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront, and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you, just like they've taken care of me and my family. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SabreHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. 